0: Are we being recorded already? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this new phase of my podcast thingy. I'm not quite sure where this is all heading, but it's starting out with a focus on talking to my wife about relationshipy stuff. How's that for a vague agenda? This round, I bullied my wife to come up to the attic where I record my podcasts and where I generally hide from humanity. And I asked her questions in particular about our relationship and how my creative stuff gets in the way of it. We're in a particularly interesting point. My wife just has been through a really intense period working as a counselor at an addictions clinic. And she just got her LCSW certificate, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. So she she's just been through a pretty intense and stressful time. Meanwhile, I'm going through a nasty bout of emotional turmoil as I struggle with my writing. So it feels like the perfect time to drink a little bit of bourbon and have a conversation about my failures as a husband. Uh, by the way, for those of you who haven't had uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer addiction in the past, towards the end of this we talk a few minutes about a character named Angel. He is a brooding vampire with a soul type in Buffy. And that actor, I think his name is David Boreanaz. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But he's the main character in a show called Bones as well, which I haven't watched, but my wife has watched. But my wife and I both uh, happen to have an attraction to this dude, especially in his angel days. So that's really all you need to know about this Angel Bones reference that comes up later. Okay, now let's hear my wife talk about my failings. Uh, well, you'll be impressed to see that I have... list the questions for you?
0: Nice, I am impressed.
1: The upside is I have questions. The downside is they're... Pretty lame.
0: <laughs> the lame, lame ones are my favorite.
1: Well, just to give you an idea how bad they are, the first one is... Who are you and how would you get in here? <laughs> uh, but I think some of the others are more real. All right, okay. okay. So I'm going to start with a little bit of the more questions about my self-absorbedness, and then we'll move on to your issues.
0: <laughs> so, okay.
1: The one I have here, they're, they're really bad actually, is what is it like to be married to a totally self-conscious, self-absorbed, narcissistic, asshole writer type?
0: You forgot neurotic,
1: <laughs> neurotic or erotic?
0: Ner- n- ner- neurotic, neurotic. <laughs>
1: yeah. But you would say there's a little bit of eroticism, yeah, like a hint,
0: sure. yeah, no, yeah, sure.
1: A rare occasion. One thing is that I, I don't know how to get to this topic, but woo, <laughs> it just seems like writers are crazy horrible people to have relationships with a lot of times. Do, I mean, doesn't it suck? <laughs> <laughs> to be hmm. close to writer types in a relationship situation.
0: Well um
1: so You're looking for better questions on the list. I'm just trying to
0: um <laughs> trying to target what you're asking about. Shit,
1: I already like. I yeah, already had so a bad question.
0: Let's talk about some specific behaviors that you're thinking okay. are unpleasant. That's good.
1: Us. Man, you could be like my support interviewer <laughs> right. from now on. Partly it's this uh uh obsessed with, like, is the writing good? It sucks. It's good. It sucks. And while you're obsessing over the writing of it, and then you're obsessing over the submitting of it, and then when it gets published. And that whole cycle seems so crazy-making. Like, the actual... For you. Yeah, but to be around. You you know, that... It seems difficult to be a generous, loving, kind... Person in a relationship, while you're obsessed with this stuff, and maybe I mean maybe it's just like any any side
0: venture hobby,
1: <laughs> yeah. But somehow the writing seems more crazy. Do you
0: buy yeah. that? Um. Well, you know, for you because you hold down a day job, and then you're. uh Since I have known you, you've always been a pr- productive writer. Um, I think you have a high level of expectation that you set for yourself. Um,
1: and I really should lower my standards because of <laughs> how bad my what I produce yeah, that's is. is not what I'm.
0: that's not what I'm <laughs> suggesting. Okay. Um, Just testing. But so, you Just know, it was before we were married, it was always something that I admired in you, your ability to get your work done. Now that we're married... I mean, I don't think it's—I don't think that I think it's what's terrible about you, but I see that it's your priority over other things. And I'm not just saying that because not I Not the kitchen.
1: I, I like yeah, the kitchen. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> no, the kitchen—the um, kitchen's a priority for you. But like, I noticed that when you mow the lawn, you do it at nighttime,
1: like after <laughs> it's dark. But I mean, a lot of the blades get cut. Like, I would say 80% yeah, of what should Yeah, how would you know, get... though? How would
0: you know? Because you're unable to see it's, it. It's
1: just uh, uh, masculine intuition.
0: No, that's not how... It's like you're just crossing your fingers and being like, well, that's... You know, chances are that was good enough.
1: So is this grounds for divorce, or is this just...
0: <laughs> no, just... Are you are you looking for an out, or...?
1: <laughs> if I were, it would be bigger than lawn mowing yeah, issues. good, I'm uh, glad to hear it.
0: I think actually you're you're better now than you used to be. That when you are really unhappy with how things are going with your work, you'll tell me. Like yesterday, for like, example. yes, yes, like just a couple of days ago, where you hit like a near suicidal level. Um, but you, st- I mean, that's the worst it's been in a long time. Yeah, and
1: good timing that i could talk to you post yeah. near suicidal yeah.
0: yeah and um and you have some separation from it like you i think you yeah like you used to be more immersed in it yeah like what you felt made it real we're now i mean it's something that comes and goes for you i don't know about possibly for every person in the world who writes or does something else that they go back from being like I'm good. This is all working out to being like, this is never going to work. I can't do this. Throw this in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I noticed that um, other things don't get done around the house like they're just, it's your priority, you know? So,
1: would you, what would, what are like, if you were to say the top 10 things you're most disappointed that I should be doing.
0: <laughs> that, I don't like the setup for that question.
1: Yeah, no, just like 10 or no. 15. So, okay. Of your biggest I mean, gripes. I've
0: never I've never made a list Mowing of lawns. any kind of, yeah. I have, like there is a lot of moss on the lawn right now and I actually blame you for that. Really? Yeah, you don't even know what I'm talking
1: no, about. Yeah. No.
0: Moss on the lawn like on no like replacing where there should be grass probably because some of the grass died because it was mown at night (laughs) and so the grass under it died I actually
1: read a study that night mowing is healthiest
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is is not helpful
1: that's interesting because it's different than what I've read (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's not. You don't. It's, in your browser history, there is zero. Like if you put in the word like, "lawn," like
1: nothing comes up. There might be like a like a por- porn fetish, right? Yeah. related mm-hmm. to lawns. But okay, well. yeah. Can you
0: can you fast make a porn name out of "lawnmower man" out of La- that story?
1: Oh, no, yeah. all right. I can't. I'll, I'll edit it in. Wait, you could since you're usually you're the brains in this operation.
0: <laughs> no. you come
1: up with the idea and then I say it on the oh, air. Nice post.
0: no I'm the brawn. Post production. I'm the brawn. The you're kind of a little
1: bit of both. You're the, <laughs> <laughs> you're the brains and the brawn, and
0: and you're the schmeckle. Is that I'm what you're no,
1: no, no, no. It wasn't going to be that dirty. I'm the one who knows how to use the software to get that stuff oh, nice. online.
0: I was going to say, if you say lawnmower, you're...
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm done with lawnmower. Farm. Yeah, so um, maybe we can move on from lawnmowing and see... No, that's what this whole thing's what about. <laughs> um, how do you feel about my misrepresentation of you? Is that a good question? You know, I, I really make you out to be really an angry, dis, dis, uh, disgruntled disappointed wife
0: uh-huh i know it's like you'll make a little character and then just, yeah whether it's like even all the time, in fiction
1: right. or in videos it's, there's this yeah fake version of you even if i'm just as neurotic as i am in real life right yeah you but are you don't write about i haven't seen you you don't write about me but i write about you it seems unfair
0: well but it's not even me you're writing about it's
1: well it's uh it's what people think is you, <laughs> oh,
0: right? But it's like the puppet of me. <laughs> so that's
1: thing. But is that annoying or?
0: Um, I'm curious about it. Like if, especially, I can't remember one or two of your failed writer videos. I think that had um, that had me in it as like you're doing something to avoid the angry wife character, and I remember asking you... And like,
1: aren't you, like, shaking your thumb at me? Or, no, you're shaking... Wait, you don't shake a thumb, you shake a finger. Well, I yes. think I use, I use the uh, wife figure as, like, all, all the judgment I feel in my head, mm-hmm. I give that to the wife.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh...
1: You know, I really I really believe someone should be frustrated at me for those uh-huh. things. So mm-hmm. why not make the wife be frustrated? Right. I mean I it's not like I'm imaginative enough to create another character. But do you
0: truly in your heart think that I'm not frustrated with you? I mean like no. even this even this interview you're kind of trying it's to It's all make set me up,
1: try well, there's there's a there's a silly part, a comical part and a serious part. So the silly part is because I've kind of made this caricature of you sometimes, right? But the serious part that I think is interesting is, I really do think it's challenging being with a, a creative person, and even though you're not frustrated in the ways that I make out in these various scenarios,
0: and the way the puppet me is frustrated.
1: Yeah, your you know? your puppet version is different than you, but but there's still frustrating elements to it. And I I think that's pretty interesting. Like, I love to hear when people talk about their partner disappearing into a creative pursuit in a way that, you know, I mean, the more serious one that I guess I haven't fallen down on is it was the assumption that they would help pay the mortgage and they've stopped being able to help pay the mortgage. So that's a, we haven't bumped into that because I'm too paranoid about
0: yeah, Not
1: so a right. Time. So there's
0: the place where your neuroticism kind of serves me. Neuroticism. Yeah. Ner-
1: but it's kind of a sexy yeah. neuroticism. No.
0: Um, the N is in parentheses, yeah. so it's neuroticism.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't work in radio. No, <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No,
0: but it's going to work when you turn this into a video.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll just take me 12 Um, hours to get that animation.
0: I think that I am not often frustrated with you on a superficial level for your obsessions with writing and doing creative things. Although sometimes when you come to me panicking about how you're out of time and you're like, I've got this podcast and then I have a video that I need to make and then I have this and I think... But all this is, like, this is all your hobby. This is
1: your fantasy world. Right, right. This is up. not,
0: I don't, I don't, um, I'm not going to take a day off work so you can finish your podcast or, you know, uh, but you're not my usually. My next question
1: isn't going to go real well.
0: Yeah. Uh. Um, but I think on a deeper level that sometimes it feels sad to me that like your biggest obsession is your writing so like you're great at planning ahead something about your writing or putting on the calendar like marking off time that you need for writing a story? But but you'd be unlikely to like mark off time for us to take a trip, like you would do it if I asked you and I planned it, but you don't bring that same obsession to something that's about our relationship. Yeah. The same way.
1: Now we're getting somewhere. See, this that's is, what now you we're wanted to get. Serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, mi- the-,
0: the microphone is our therapist.
1: <laughs> that's true. Maybe this 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 could serve in several ways. Oh. I can s- p- post this as a podcast episode, and I can send it to our therapist. Oh, interesting. It would save us an hour. And the
0: microphone. If the microphone can bill, you could even make some money. Oh, nice. I said this is a billable oh, nice. hour.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that is true. I've been in, you know, I'm, I'm in this perpetual state of like, I just got to get this writing stuff to a level where I feel like I've done something that's good enough and then I can get back to this. Like then I can plan the trip. Yeah. And of course that never happens. Like I never feel that what I've done is good enough. Yeah. So it kind of destroys our whole future. No, no. But I mean, it, (laughs) it, it is, that is tricky. Like I can't get fully on board with some of those things as the champion of them. You know, like I can...
0: You're not the prime mover.
1: Yeah. Whereas if I directed that attention in that other area...
0: So do you think the only reason that you're not the prime mover is that you're obsessed with something else? Or do you think that there's something about... planning something for us to do or like a little trip for us has like the logistics of that are more complicated and that you yeah well just get impatient
1: well yeah i mean i guess i do like i'm really good at planning like when i used to do my own trips and take a four-week road trip to national parks those days are over (laughs) yeah those days are
0: over but if I planned like the take, shit out of that stuff. If you'd stuff. like to take Savi hiking with you at Bryce Canyon,
1: just... No, no. I th- Actually, I was going to... I've submitted a request to you. It should arrive in your inbox tomorrow morning. And it's going to say, I have just left on a three-week <laughs> nice. national park tour.
0: Nice. Here's Mail some money. <laughs> the divorce papers yeah. to this address. No. Uh, with the children.
1: But when I'm solo, you know, I, I can manage that stuff. But doing, the whole family has been... Tricky for me to think how to navigate, and especially I think coming into it, since you already had Dashville, and so you already had a family emotion, and so I kind of it made. Did it you say
0: family in motion or family emotion?
1: In motion, oh, like okay. you know, like uh-huh. this thing is already going.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it felt like you know that that step was big, and so I kind of took a back seat in a certain kind of way with some of the planning, like I. And I don't know, you know. Every now and then I'll spearhead something, but they're smaller scale things. Yeah. They're not like vacations. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I never got into the right headspace. So I don't know what if that's connected to.
0: But like you got the the, um, I don't even know what AWP stands for.
1: Association of Writing and Writing Programs. There's an extra W they threw out. Yeah, I don't don't
0: appreciate that. But, um, but you know, that got on the calendar. And again, maybe it's logistics are simpler of, like, all you have to do is say, I'm going to remove myself from the family unit for four days. You know, does that work? But even that you, you know, you plan that a certain distance of time ahead. And anyway.
1: But you, you can't totally use that against me because I'm not even going.
0: Okay. So, well, that's, I feel like that's just, the, same, I can, the I point. I can
1: calendar events okay. I don't participate. I mean, I can yeah. calendar a lot of fake events for our family. Oh. You know, like we're going to China next week. I'll no, put that on the I calendar. I don't, I, don't, I'm not, I
0: don't even want um, to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think it, there's more to it. I think I I just get. S- but I think stuck. it's stuck.
0: I think it's both things that you get stuck thinking about. Yeah. All, all the different logistics, but also that your your writing as your obsession comes first, and that you take care of that.
1: So I mean, one thing I think we're good at, we're really good at is. I mean, we have a pretty crazy life where we're both working the equivalent of full-time jobs with side projects that are relatively consuming, <coughs> and we have kids. Um, so one thing I think we're great at is giving each other some personal time.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: we both recognize, I mean, I think that's one thing that helps us survive as two creative types who have non-creative day jobs. Yeah. Um, and, who, and we know we need this time to our own projects and we give it with, a, with very little resentment.
0: I think that's one of the huge strengths of our relationship and that we have that in common. So like when you are asking to have some time to go work on your writing or go work on a project, I'm not resentful of that time, but... Like, understand the need, either just the need to be alone and away from uh, other people. Even if yeah. they're your family. And I feel like you're really good about me the same way.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a point with that. But that's one thing that it seems like a lot of couples don't have.
0: Yeah, we got them.
1: We got them beaten that one area. <laughs> yeah. mean, we, we we might fall apart in other areas, but the... Um, understanding each other's need for our own time and our own projects. Yeah. I think keeps us functioning. Yeah. in the in our high stress
0: yeah phase. And making that a priority and even you know back in the day where um all we had to do was uh work, go to graduate school and have a newborn. Um
1: <laughs> Those were the easy. Those were our salad days. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um I feel like we did a good job of being like checking in quickly, you know, at the end of the day and then being like, Yeah, I gotta I have eighty pages to read tonight or, you know, I gotta do this thing, okay. And not um not getting to a place of being like, You don't love me, you didn't spend time with me or whatever, but just being like, Yeah, we got this shit we signed up for and
1: Now how how much time away? would I need to... to? I mean, how long would I have to they leave have before a... I could get you to say, you don't love me, you don't spend time? I mean, like, how much disappearance would I need before well, you? I get that cry for help? Well, um... <laughs> I feel like you're too tough and I'm too weak. I mean, it, actually, in the early days of our relationship, I did spend a lot of time saying you don't love me, you don't care. Like, you would leave for four minutes and it would be... Mm-hmm. Really hard for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I didn't even have to leave, and you were.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 you, You were right there, yeah. touching, you putting your arm around me, yeah. and I would still say, You're so distant. Right. Uh, that is accurate. But I got over that shit. What happened? I oh, guess we got just
0: married, it, like we signed on the marriage line. Married and, and like,
1: had kids, and, or I mean, had an additional kid. Yeah. I got so concerned about me getting my own time that I forgot about the neediness.
0: Yeah, it was kind of, it's gorgeous for me, actually, how, like, when we live separately, we were living in two separate houses, and I know that we both enjoyed, in some way, the distance that allowed, you know, the freedom that allowed us to have, and, like, time alone with projects, and, you know, sometimes over here, I had a small um, herd of children, like, stampeding through, because this dash was, like, seven or eight at this point, and it allowed you you know, you had this like cool bachelor pad that you got to have oh, all, yeah. but you would get really lonely. And so I would go on these trips to Grand Junction to visit my parents and Dash would go with me and we... Well, and, and, uh, but you call then, it
1: lonely, but I call it crazy, you know, it was just crazy in the head. Yeah. but Right.
0: Like you fell apart in a way. Yeah.
1: You? but It is like, I, I, it's funny that you call it lonely because I could see it being called lonely, but... For me, it was just like I I went into this crazy spiral of instability, (laughs) emotional instability. But yeah, whatever it was, it was something very needy.
0: Yeah, it was serious. It was not nothing, no no joke. But then once we started living together, which, you know, we agreed to do a three-week trial that ended up lasting, I think, for five months, during which we could not decide whether or not to live together and even... My son was saying, like, please, you guys, just live live together. together." And he was 10 or something like that. But so then we started living together. And now when I go to my parents, and even not long after he started living with us, when I went to my parents, instead of that deep instability, which I call loneliness, you would just be like, yeah, your parents, how long will you be there? That sounds great. Stay longer. (laughs) Yeah, right. Head on out. I'll take some writing time. Like... Um, and I actually, I'm happy about that. Uh-huh. Like I'm, but or it's, you had
1: like uh, I think really you may want to take like a 20 day trip
0: <laughs> without the children.
1: With the children. With
0: the children. Yeah,
1: yeah. because they need to experience Kentucky. <laughs> Have they ever been to Kentucky? Uh-uh. Well,
0: but that's your um, provenance, the I don't the know. South. I don't know Kentucky. The South, U V.
1: Well, what other realms do you think? My, my questions fall apart at this point. Look, I mean, this isn't even a question. Reading versus writing versus career versus Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. What do you even think I was thinking there? I think maybe... I think that was just more about our balance, like trying to find this balance. <laughs> Let's just talk about Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I Let's not bring up my sexual attraction to Angel... I was in this just, situation. I was just
0: trying to explain to someone why I was watching Bones. And I was like, well, have you ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And then so I had to explain that. It's because he used to be a vampire and he was cuter then.
1: You think he got less cute because now he's no longer a vampire with a soul in Bones? Or because he looks different? Just he aged differently? I mean, is it his age or is it the vampire with the soul bit?
0: I think it's the vampire with a soul like the brooding
1: vampire like that like
0: that particular man Uh I mean apparently he's a very good natured and not a brooding person but there's something about him being broody that then when he's happy you get all excited yeah where the other guy he's like a joker and you know
1: it's less fun
0: yeah there's something about the broody vampire that's really charming which is maybe why I'm married to you right
1: I'm I, I, I brood. I got the brood. Part. Right.
0: So let's see if we can follow this through. So I'm attracted to the brooding vampire because because something I need to work through in therapy is that I'm attracted to men who brood, and you're attracted to the brooding vampire because you're a narcissist.
1: Nice. And you brood. Yeah. Problem solved. And and you're 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 actually licensed to counsel at this point
0: <laughs> i am okay and diagnosed so but no, that's, nice. not formal, done. that's not a formal. that's not a formal diagnosis yeah. and so oh.
1: do you would you say that this narcissism could be cured by me going on a writing retreat for two <laughs> no, weeks
0: no that would be the exact wrong thing what actually would help is if you stepped outside yourself by spending more time with the children more, more i'm helping them with their homework Stepped outside of yourself and cared for someone other than yourself. And not just the reflection of you that you see in that. Look,
1: who helped Savi trace his letters today?
0: We knocked out five letters. It was you. I'm not saying you don't do enough. Think of of the narcissism, though.
1: Is there a condition, like a, a therapeutic condition, for a counselor who tries to convince people they're narcissists when they're maybe not? <laughs> like is that is there like a counselor narcissism I I,
0: I that's there that's you've gone too far. Okay. You've gone uh, too far.
1: Could we one last thing is it, would it be okay if we had sex while I'm recording?
0: No.